let's get right into it. In the bibliography, the first uh, item mentioned is The Other Israel. This is a video by Ted Pike. Uh, especially, I think the first 45 minutes are very important. It gives an overview of the history of the Jewish people, the Jewish nation uh, since Yeshua, and um, even a little bit before that, it's very insightful. How did we get to where we are right now? Uh, scripture give us, gives us some inclination. We remember in Ezra that there were some who came back from Babylon that refused to put away their Canaanite wives. That Sabbatai uh, was amongst them, a leader named Sabbatai. We read further in Scripture that Sabbatai was a teacher of the people. He opposed uh, the uh, putting away of the Canaanite wives. Um, and then we we know that uh, later on in the Middle Ages arose a, a a Jewish man who, or he said he was Jewish, he claimed to be Jewish. We'll see in this film the rise of the Khazars. All the information is from the library in a synagogue in their own writings. The uh, Jewish Encyclopedia, the Zohar, Kabbalah, uh, all of that. You know, so in their own writings, how do they treat the Khazars or Khazaria? And it is quite surprising. I've always just dismissed that as um, anti-Semitism, but I I'm not so certain. Uh, anyway, um they saw what the Babylonians were doing. Oh, my soul. Uh, it seemed to have taken root in Judaism and have affected uh, the scribes and Pharisees who had met much different ideas uh, than uh, the Torah, than Moses, than the priests. And we have, we have spoken in the past of the arguments between the priests and the Pharisees, who thought they should be in charge, and the Sadducees, how in the dearth of the uh, uh, of the priestly group that the scribes became important, they were the teachers in in Israel, ancient Israel, and uh, they started espousing ideas that were not uh, congruent with Torah, Yeshua rebuked them. Why do you disobey, said Yeshua, the precepts of Moses in order to obey man's rules? Because they said, why do you not obey the tradition of man? And he said, why do you not obey God and in favor of the traditions of man? Uh, so, And by the Middle Ages, uh, this concept was resurrected by a very evil man who adopted the name of all things Tzabatai. He became Tzabatai Tzvi, and he was very evil. And he espoused all kinds of sins should be freely committed in order to, quote, hasten the coming of the Messiah. Of course, that's not Yeshua. That is another Messiah. That's like saying uh, we, we, we fired this one and we took down these videos in order to, quote, strengthen democracy, okay, has nothing to do with that. That is doublespeak, hoping that you will say, oh, okay, and not really say, wait a minute, what did you say? 
uh, in order to bring about the sin promotes the coming of Messiah by you? This is just the sins of Balaam. The sins of Balaam are being uh, promoted uh, to to, uh, bring about the coming of a Messiah. And if that were true, they should be very, very, very afraid because any real Messiah would condemn them. Messiah. There's another video in the bibliography below. Uh, uh, It is, I don't know if it's a second video. I'll try to make it the second video. But what it says is, there is an an old prophecy about a 100 years old. When the uh, Gaza falls, the Messiah will come. Um, Is this a... Uh, is this a is this a reason not beside besides the gas and oil in the Levant region there off the coasts of Gaza, Israel, and Lebanon, but is is to promote the to hasten the coming of the alleged Messiah? Is that another reason for the bombardment of Gaza? Um, and uh, uh, Spangler, remember, it, he was in the UN, and he put on the UN website, no one will enter the New World Order unless they take an oath to Satan. The New World Order is the is the is the messianic um, regime uh, that these people, they're not true Jews, they are not a brother Judah, they are the synagogue of Satan. I hate to harp on this, but I do not want us to be deceived. Uh Spangler, but when it became known, uh, the UN took it down. Nonetheless, in the meantime, many people had captured a screenshot, so it will live uh, as long as the internet lives. Uh, and so this uh, synagogue of Satan in the in the Satanic New World Order, it is perfectly congruent. Do what thou wilt. Uh, that is the message of of uh, Satan, uh, and you can see that uh, Sabbatites v. Uh, let's have more sin, so to bring about a Messiah. Uh, it, it is all of that is perfectly congruent. It has nothing to do with true Jews, with Brother Judah, with those for whom we are praying. Uh, nothing to do. Uh, do most Jews ex- support this extremism uh, of of what's happening in Israel? No, they do not. In fact, there are videos in the bibliography of Israel is once again taking to the streets, showing that most Jews, most brother Judah, most of brother Judah do not favor what the government is doing. I offer to you that they have the same serpent leaders that we have, and they're taking us into their future which is an ugly future and we uh will not uh, we will seek uh Yehovah uh, in order to avoid this future we will pray against this future all plans that are being formulated to accomplish this future we will pray that Yehovah frustrates and we will pray for brother Judah that he comes out of this he wakes up he accepts Yeshua we'll go into that a little bit later here in the film, the other uh, Israel, which is the first thing on the in the bibliography, we learn that in the Zohar, the Gentiles are Amalekites, and it we also see that Israel will not take its 
its preeminent position in the world until all the Amalekites are wiped from the earth. That's a Bereshit 25b, quoting the video. And then we we have the uh, Rav Levi Yitzhak, who 100 years ago said, when Gaza is defeated, the Messiah will come. Uh, we we see in the video that the Gentiles have no right to land ownership. That is the foundation of the WEF. That's why they will seize all our lands. We also see in that video uh, from their own writings, again from the synagogue library, the excessive hatred. And this is a portent for our days coming because we are Messianic Jewish believers. The excessive hatred toward Messianic Jewish believers in Yeshua uh, were as excessively, they were picked out as the worst of the worst. And they were hated the most. It is mentioned here the Gentile observing a Sabbath equals death. In the Noahides, uh, you will. Th- there's a separate uh, rules for Gentiles, <clears throat> and they are prohibited from worshiping on Sabbath. They are prohibited from worshiping an idol. Of course, Yeshua is an idol, so they are idolaters. Either give up Yeshua or uh, be beheaded, and, and that is dovetails right into Revelation. Uh, in the writings, you can see that with sex with a child under three is okay, because they they go back to being a virgin, that, which is hideous. I, I prosecuted crimes against women and children. The damage done to the psyche of, of, of women and children is incredible, incredible, that at the end of their life, even as 85-year-old women still weeping, what happened to them as children? Esodomy. Now, this is, this is, this is from Satan. Uh, the 11th century Babylon got tired of self-righteous, bigoted, uh, dishonest Jews. You could lie to a Gentile, not a problem. You could steal from a Gentile, not a problem. And uh, Babylon expelled them to the West and uh, then uh, start a whole new chapter. Please look at the film. It is not anti-Semitic. It is anti-synagogue of Satan. In fact, they themselves, later on, under Hitler, they were the ones who sent Brother Judah to the gas chambers. There's another video in the bibliography uh, of ex-IDF, former IDF, uh, uh, going over the details of why October 7th uh, you know, his conclusion is an inside job and an excuse to trigger the mandate to eradicate Gaza, to level Gaza, this chosen people, and that they give money, they support whatever Israel does to the detriment of the uh, of the Arabs. And it is not true. Well, this is what scripture says about uh, Jews being uh, anybody being the chosen people. Uh, and this is uh, Colossians three, eleven to 13. No, there is no Greek, no Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free, but Yeshua is all and is in all. Therefore, 
As God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. That is what Paul wrote to the Colossians. And he was writing to everybody, Jews, Gentiles, uh, uh, former northern uh, Israel, everybody. Chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through the sanctifying work of the Spirit for obedience to Yehovah, Yeshua, HaMashiach, and the sprinkling of his blood. And then he writes later, 2 to 9, uh, and 9 to 10, verses 9 to 10, But you, i.e. the people of Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, Bolithnia, the chosen people in those far-flung lands, Jews, Gentiles, uh, former Israel who have been scattered there, you are a chosen people. Anybody who would believe in Yeshua, Pick up his cross and carry it. You're a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but you have now received mercy. So Yeshua, Yeshua's death, flung the gates wide open to all who would accept him to being called the chosen people. Please don't fall, for the chosen people are the Jews. That was the mandate back in the time of Moses and Joshua. They failed. They rejected their Messiah. Yeshua flung the gates open, and here we are. If you accept Yeshua, you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, Peter tells us so, and start loving, loving, loving its people, and they are sweet-talked by the people who know exactly what they're doing. I'm afraid they're going to be waltzed right into the Noahide laws and into giving up Yeshua. Isaiah says in Isaiah 66, 8, who does of such a thing? Who has ever seen such things? Can a country be born in a day or a nation be brought forth in a moment for the wicked. God support Israel today? Yes. Uh, but as with America, judgment is coming. Status in the 37. Uh, that sentence there, turning to the people, is found in no copy of the New Testament that I have. The New Tablesoft. I've checked them all. It is not there. Who would have an interest in removing that sentence from and testament that Yeshua discerned between the leaders and the people, between the synagogue of Satan, early brother Judah. Then I have some uh, videos, uh, some entries concerning the vax. Uh, there's a recent study. Uh, they said by Global Vaccine Data Network. They studied 99 million vaxxed people. Brain and uh, the results were astounding. Uh, Moderna, the first shot, the result was four times more likely to get more likely in spinal swelling. Uh, AstraZeneca, uh, the third dose, almost seven times more cases to get pericarditis. That's an inflammation of the sac surrounding the heart. Moderna, 
two or more six very easily six times more likely for myocarditis regulate her heartbeat this is demonic uh, the uk is changing the way that they are sharing excess anything whether it's deaths or adverse reaction they brag about the transparency that they have used and that more advanced with the viewer uh, their new formula the trouble is their new formula is based upon a page full of, it, of their new formula calculus how many of us took three years of calculus in college that we could understand they offered euthanasia? Crazy. It's transparent zero. Uh, Canada has offered Asia to a woman paralyzed by the vax. It didn't say uh, whether or not the euthanasia would be free as compensation, I hope. Greg Beeks has a short video on the horrifying incidents of vac shedding. It acts like you've heard of Morgellons. They are. It acts. They the the the, the fibers from the vaccine act like Morgellons fibers. They move autonomously. The filament ex, ex, exuded from the body. If they are put under a microscope with a with a light. Uh, of a hand will seek out a human finger almost like a child trying to reach reach the the, the warmth of a of a, a mantra are they trying to enter and infect a close body is this how you vax one you vax them all a shower uh, is is accomplished those who are married to vax partners which i am all we can do is we have taken it on the teeth. Here in Maranon Emerging. Uh, the first entry is March 11. Uh, the bank laws change. Bef uh, it, from emergency status to being instant. When the uh, pandemic hit, they, could, they didn't have to re hold anything in reserve. They could, a fractional bank is lowered. You you only have to keep a fraction of your deposits, and you can lend the rest out. And of course, that fraction was and and lowered and lowered, and the pandemic said, "Well, you don't have to keep anything. You can lend it all out." Uh, banking, and now uh, uh, the what are they going to do when the emergency this affects? is over what are interest rates going to do what is availability of credit going to do how will not just the stability of the banks and we learn that the um the largest developer in china bank declared bankruptcy besides all the bankruptcies that were declared in america over the last two years prying has touted that debt is wealth but that is if they have prime borrowers. Then they went to the, all the bank, and now they've given everything they have. They're backed by nothing. FDIC, my foot. If if if, if bank account bank account holders want their money out, they couldn't get it. And they saw this coming. That's why they said, well, "Let me see. We'll take uh, Kansas wheat fields for that one." 
We'll take Nebraska, grow some corn, to Russian theft, theft of our country. Ukrainian citizen in a video in this section uh, admitting he was authorities who apprehended him that he was paid $4,000 to assassinate Tucker Carlson while he total solar uh, doing his Putin interview in Russia. Uh, a, a major tenant of the woke uh, religion that's uh, going around. Uh, trying to remove protection from hate speech. And it's not if you have a firm belief in the Bible, that's what uh, they want to do in Canada. Remove the protection. Slash. Not just in Canada, for two pastors in California have already been harassed because of their stances on homosexuality and the transgender. Also, ouch, sterilization of children. The global religion hates the Bible. Uh, France uh, technology laws mRNA technology criticism. That shows us there's more mRNA technology um, coming down the pipeline to, trains, uh, to change us from human to transhuman. I'm going to hurry this. The interesting analysis regarding March 11, the first video here on Ukraine, World War III. Uh, in March 11 is an interesting day. March 11 video was uploaded last year, and he thought it was March 11 last year. I wonder if it's March 11 this year. I don't know. But March, March 11. Bank laws change regarding credit availability. Ramadan starts March 11. Israel will enter Rafah during Ramadan, which starts a lot. Eleven Hamas calls for the storming of El Aqsa during Ramadan, which starts March 11. So it, it seems to mo dump uh, hooks back to March 11. Ukraine is next to a country called Transnistria, uh, which is has a huge. Am Russia said. Ukraine wants that ammo dump. It's running out of ammunition. Russia lives there. Russians live there, and they don't want to give it up. And if you come, wants to annex Transnistria, which move NATO says they're going to condemn. Russia says if you get involved, uh, it says 10 countries. Come into Transnistria. We're going to get involved. We're going to protect our people. Enter Macron, who tells the world stage that NATO is going to enter its word space and that some NATO countries might send troops to uh, Ukraine. Uh, Putin says Macron outskirts of wake, make war probable, not possible. Uh, Israel. Israel is now bombing as we speak. The Damascus bringing into uh, uh, into focus Isaiah 17. When you see, uh, um, is this Damascus being reduced to a, a ruinous heap? Men will look to their nature, make, maker at, at the raging of the nations. So. It is Isaiah 17 and the bombing of Damascus related to the, the uh, goodness, the uh, come with a whirlwind that is almost upon us. Uh, a, a Christian, a, a leading Christian recently had a dream. The judgment on America will world is out warning in the middle of the night. I've gone over time. Uh, I must stop. Please stay tuned for, for Stephen. Uh, the really on fire please prepare for this because those 
evangelical Christians, evangelical messianic of our members who accept the Israel and start worshiping Israel and start loving, loving, loving its people. And they are sweet talked by the people who know exactly what they're doing. I'm afraid they're going to be waltzed right in to the Noahide laws and into giving up Yeshua. This is not a party. This is a Welcome to the show, Steve. Thank you, Bonnie. And the first thing we're going to hit is Europe. Europe is certainly in a in a tizzy here between Ukraine and Transnistria and Macron getting up to the microphone and spilling his guts. And uh, now uh, Russia is moving all kinds of nukes around the country. So make sense of all this, Stephen. Well, you know, the thing is, is Macron and uh, also the Slovak uh, prime minister, uh, forget how you say his name there, but uh, the, the two of them really have stirred up a hornet's nest yeah. by mentioning sending troops into Ukraine. Yeah. But, you know, I'm sure Russia is not blindsided by it. It's just a matter of once they begin to start rattling the cage, then Russia as they move the nukes around the country, you know, how Turner, I know he reported that there, you know, that's Russia's way of making a public statement yeah. that, you know, you want to play ball, let me show you what we will do. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> Open your mouth, they, here's a dart. <laughs> they, they, they're not, it's not that they need to move anything around, everything's already in place. To me, that's a public statement from, from Vladimir Putin. He's letting you know real quick, like, you want to play this game? This is what uh, we will do uh, for you. And uh, and so he lets lets the West know because he knows that technically we are a, a uh, democratic country here. So he wants everybody to be aware that, uh, by the way, your leaders are out here uh, messing around. And so... Uh, Fico and uh, and and uh, French president. Now I'm blank on the French president's name. Macron. <laughs> Macron. Yeah. You know they're they're making all these big bolsters and gestures and everything. So now who's going to back it up? But the funny thing is though, France and Slovakia are doing that. But the real threat though, Bonnie, is not from France and Slovakia. It's going to be from Poland. You know that's where the real threat is because. We have already moved between the United States, between uh, uh, NATO allies. We have made Poland the fifth largest military in the world. Yes. And, and so the thing is, is that 
the next move is not going to be coming from uh, from Slovakia or France. It's going to be coming from Poland. And I think really and truly that's who's going to enter into this war first. It's going to be Poland. And when they do, this is when it's really going to get bad. But, you know, this was one of the things that I was told early on. 2024 is going to be the year that really sets everything ablaze. I you know, believe it. I, and I don't doubt a bit in the world that there is, I don't know how I'd put this, there's some degree of threat that we could end up with a nuclear strike this year. Think you so. Know, whether it be U.S., and, and I think once you start seeing nukes fly, it's not just going to be limited to one country. If, if You know, I, I would imagine, well, I can tell you this, the friends in D.C. said to me that were in the Joint Chiefs, said that according to the computer simulation, they anticipate that Putin would target uh, the U.K. as a deterrent for the U.S. to go any further. They figure if they take the head of the snake off, that that would deter the U.S. from trying to go after Russia any further. And I don't see that being the case. Yeah. It really just depends on who's in power at the time when this happens. But I believe this stuff here is going to happen before we get to an election time, because their their aim is, is to keep Trump out, which is kind of silly in my opinion, because to me... All of these are just pundits for a new world order in the first place. So yeah. what, what difference is it going to make? That, that, that's what I think about the whole thing. They're just playing their role to try and convince the world that, oops, one more, you know, it all happened and it's their fault. To turn the world actually against the evil West that has traditionally been the good guys. <clears throat> They're trying to paint the West as evil as possible. Yeah, Exactly. You know, so it, it's, you know, and I know Poland, you know, their their uh, prime, their foreign minister, uh, Sikorski, you know, he was out there sounding the drum beats of war as well by by claiming that every time for every time that Russia has been invaded, they've invaded 10 times over. That would probably be more true with the United States and any other country, you know, because we've never been invaded before. We sure done a lot of invasions all over the world and destabilizations and everything else. Yep. Like you Jeremiah know. says, the country that gored the world is what we've done. Yes. And it's so sad. It's so sad to think that we're supposed to be a, a believing nation, and yet we have the morals furthest from a believing nation of every nation on the planet, probably. You know, uh, I think it's, you know, the serpents are in charge. That's exactly the good way you know, to put it. You know, it's a Christian country. There have always been two Americas. Uh, there is the believing America, which is strong, and according to prophecy, um, you know the the dry bones, and when they come to life, they will be an army that will overtake the world spiritually. Our wealth has been usurped for evil purposes. Yes, our yes. blessings have been usurped. You know, it's interesting, Bonnie, when you mention the the serpent because. I was, I've noticed in Tennessee a very interesting tag on a lot of cars, mm -hmm. and that tag uh, happens to uh, nope. be a rattlesnake on a tag, and it says, don't tread on me. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, this is supposed to be one of the what they call the Bible Belt, yep. and yet they have a serpent tag right. and don't tread on me. Yeah. That speaks volumes. Yeah, I'm a snake. <laughs> don't and don't. I mean, that would that would suit the new world order more than it would suit us. 
Yes, exactly. And and you know the thing is, Bonnie, is that Finland and Sweden now are Sweden's already joined in with the NATO alliance there. Finland also trying to do this. And Putin was uh, saying uh, today, he says, uh, you know, we didn't he didn't have any problem with them doing that. He said, but the thing is, he said, they have to remember, he said, they were not facing any threats before they make this decision. Uh, and he said, and there's nothing that, that, that uh, you know, he said, as far as that goes, he said, but he said, now that they've become, uh, they're becoming NATO members, he said, NATO begins to deploy troops and things on the border with Russia. He said, don't be surprised what we have to do, because right. we will respond in kind. Yeah. And, they could have uh, stayed neutral like they did in World War Two, but well, Stol oh, no, Stoltenberg is Norwegian. I, I don't know. Um, you know, they're lining up, and uh, it's not going to be good. You know, according to the um, the the visions of Henry Groover, uh, they do. Uh, Russia does attack London, and it's devastating. That makes sense then. Yeah, it does. It, it it's devastating. It it seems as if they drop poison gas on them. But he has seen America. I mean, all of the coastal naval installations are gone. I mean, just think of the Puget Sound. It is it is full, full of naval installations. California, the East Coast, the Gulf, all of it. Yeah, it's it's it, you know, Bonnie. Uh, you know, the the old the old uh, saying is, "You reap what you sow." And sadly to say, about uh, our nation. We have allowed the most crookedest politicians yep. to ever enter into office, and uh, and we've allowed them to lead this nation uh, to basically to a ruination. Yes, and, uh, and we've uh, this has happened because we have forgotten who is our Lord, and we've tolerated sin, tolerated it. When they yep. brought in homosexuality, homosexual marriage, our schools have now been. Our, our grooming centers for perversion and sterilization and irrevocable irrevocable decimation of their bodies, they have no choice but to be kind of, as adults, cast off into a dump heap of where do I belong in this world, non-functional in any sphere. It's so true, Bonnie. You know, the other thing that, uh, and I know we didn't plan on discussing this beforehand, but... One thing, too, that really caught my attention was this uh, young American airman that set himself on fire in front of the Israeli embassy. Um, I mean, that was nuts. Yeah, quite surprising. Thing. I mean, you know, I, di I didn't think that, you know, Western people did that. It didn't look as if he had been a convert to. No, I think, Bonnie, honestly, when I first uh, heard about this, the one thing that came to my mind is that this young man was a victim of the skull to brain technology. Of course, the technology, by the way, is much greater than that. In fact, when I was first bringing this out, I got a warning from D.C. that uh, that if for me to expose what the government's capabilities really are with this uh, is absolutely devastating, and that they they do not take that one very lightly at all. We have to pray uh, against that, that we can be saved, because they are setting up this 5G post-haste, and once they have the infrastructure, 
set up they're going to use five six seven whatever however many g's they want um but i i think it's only the protection of father that is going to uh, save us from that so when we pray i urge us to yeah. uh, uh, defend and ask for protection against that uh yes yeah. i've reported on all the of uh, the weapons depot in transnistra that was so huge should it ignite it would be almost tantamount to a nuclear blast. Do you have any information on that? And Ukraine wants it. Russia says, don't you dare. Do you have any information? You know, not lately I don't. But the thing is, is that there there are so many, we've seen so many times where false flags have been planned. And I can really see that if they don't get what they want, want, if they don't get a war, they're going to do something. It's, it's, it's just like with 9-11, you know. Yep. They had to create a 9-11 in order to be able to justify a war in the Middle East. And I, I feel like that every single um, issue that we're facing is in that same direction. Absolutely. Are, yeah. They want World War Three and will do anything they do to get it. Yes, and and there, and there's no holding back. Uh, no, the, these entities that, that want to bring about their globalist agenda uh, are are definitely on that that course. And the thing is, Bonnie, I feel like in in all these other wars, if you think about it, if you go back to the Iran when they wanted to overthrow Iran because it was too democratic and stuff, and they wanted to put in this Ayatollah regime, you know. The United States was funding both sides. Yeah. When one side didn't do what it was supposed to do, they kicked in more money to make sure they would do what they were supposed to do, and then the other side fighting. And they have no idea that they're fighting against each other with the same with That's the right. same master behind them. Yeah. And this is exactly what's happening today. Absolutely. There's no that hasn't changed. It's uh, like World War Two. Rothschild funded both sides. Yes, and so. I, when I say that, I look at this whole global new world order that they're orchestrating right now, and what are they really doing it for? They are both sides. They can say, like like I saw Putin comes out and makes the statement of, you know, we need a a a, a new world order with a just set of laws. Well, there's your Noah Hyde uh, uh, yep. Chabad pundit. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, if he if he can't pull it off. Then you've got the Democrats that'll pull it off, and the Democrats can't pull it off. They'll put Trump in office, and if Trump makes it into office, then he will go in there and side with Israel and make sure we go in that direction anyway. Every single path, regardless of which side it is, is all going down the same road. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, and, and now thirty more nations are supposed to join into the BRICS nations. Yep. That, yeah. I, our dollar is history. History, oh, yes. Yeah. And I brought. I, I discussed that March 11 was the end of the emergency credit. A after that, uh, the new laws concerning credit availability. What's that going to do to our dollar, to our banks, to our uh, um, stability uh, of our n economy? Because exactly. debt is the only thing that feeds them. Debt is wealth, and that's what they have been eating up for goodness. Um, you know, 
I read once that the that the um, central bank system, once it came into a country, it was expected to last 70 years before they had exhausted that country's wealth, before they had sucked everything out of it they wanted by releasing and contracting credit. And wow. that our system had, it is now... Uh, I mean, to th it's 30, 35 years overdue for the death of the dollar. Well, <coughs> um, let me see, uh, 13, uh, 40 years, 40 years overdue. Uh, so they're just, they can't, they can hardly kill it. Our blessings on this country have been so great that they can hardly kill it. Uh, Europe, okay, Do, anything more to say about Europe before we go into Israel? Nope, I think we have covered that pretty good. Okay, I, I'll just say with Europe, everything that needs to be in place for World War III to break out there is in place. The nukes, the troops, uh, everybody's mad. Uh, NATO is solidified against the East. Ukraine is entrenched. They've run out of uh, weapons. Uh, Biden goes to, what, the G7 and announces we have nothing more to give them, even dipping into active duty weapons, just a, a, a powder keg waiting to be set off. Okay, let's go to Israel, uh, Damascus. Israel, Israel is bombing Damascus as we speak. Yes, they are. They, they In fact, the bad thing is, Bonnie, I know there were Iranian uh, soldiers, uh, well, I say Iranian, they're Iranian proxies, they're not actually Iranians, that were killed uh, in this uh, latest attack from what, what was being reported. But the sad thing is, is that um, Israel is actually targeting residential neighborhoods for their attacks on this particular uh, strikes that they were doing inside of Israel. I mean, excuse me, inside of Damascus. And, you know, at, at this point, it's, it's really becoming very sad to see the uh, the Netanyahu administration uh, and the Knesset there willing to do so much evil uh, for you know uh, it does, in other words it seems like all all sense of morality has been taken off the table uh, they're even looking at doing a uh, first strike on Lebanon uh, to drive out they want to create a new buffer zone on the border with Lebanon and to push back Hezbollah. And I understand Hezbollah is a threat, but you know what's interesting is regardless of what's going on in Gaza, Hezbollah has been amazingly restrained. And so I reached out to um, a friend of mine, uh, he doesn't live in Iran now, but he did live in Iran, very, very well connected with the intelligence there. I asked him about this, why is not Hezbollah, to my surprise, not engaged Israel at this opportune time in order to take advantage of that. Because you would think, and not that I would be rooting for Hezbollah to do that, but my thought would be as if Gaza was going through what they're going through, this would be the time that Hezbollah would say, look, that's enough. Uh, we're coming to fight as well. And he said to me, he said, uh, it's because Hezbollah is controlled by Iran. And he said, in Iran, is not going to allow Hezbollah just to start attacking Israel. He said, they will arm them, yes, they will allow them to shoot bombs over and things like that. He said, but in reality, they're all afraid because they know that Israel could take any of them out at any given moment. 
He said, and even the regime in in Iran right now, they're afraid of, if they go into war with Israel, they're going to be defeated and they will lose their complete power and grip on the country. He said, this is why you've seen so much restraint. He said, the leadership in Iran does not want to lose power. He said, but the day you see that that Iran is willing to really fight and lob, lob bombs into Israel, that will be because Iran has figured they have no way out. They're about to be attacked. He said, if they do a first strike, that is. He said they have no way out, and they're going to just have to do whatever they can to go out in a blaze of glory. You know, and in a way, I guess it makes sense because, you know, Hezbollah's not done anything. But it's almost too like Israel is going to make sure one way or the other they get the war they want. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're going to, if they got to bomb everybody in the neighborhood, they're going to get the war they want. And it's, as well, it seems to me that they are creating new borders as they go. Um, if they can't push out the people out of uh, Gaza, they'll just kill them all. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, it's the deputy in, uh, I think, in the, in the UN calling Ukraine an ally. Ukraine and Israel are allies, he said, and Russia, and Russia is Hamas. We are... Oh, my goodness. Yes, likening Russia to ha- uh, Hamas, and they are the innocent ones uh, just being attacked. So it's being well, so misconstrued. They're wanting to do that in America, too, Bonnie. Absolutely. They're, they're wanting to say that anybody that doesn't stand for stand for Israel, you know, I mean, if Israel was, uh, you know, in the right, I would I'd be right there with them. Stand Absolutely. Up Absolutely. You know, but now they but, have the same serpent government we have. <laughs> yeah, it, it's no different. And it's so sad. I mean, you know, and sadly, the people of Israel don't want what they've got going no, on. They're out. They're out marching again, just like when Netanyahu at all, his whole cabinet, Ben Gavir, wanted to take away the standard of reasonableness from the Supreme Court in order to, quote, strengthen democracy. That would leave yeah, them with exactly. no standard. Exactly. And so look at where we're headed to in this country. I mean, yes. oh, by the way, I don't know if you've seen this or not. There was a, a, a girl soldier, uh, American soldier on Twitter was talking about martial law in the United States. And she was talking about what their rules of engagement are going to be, that if they if they are deployed to to enforce martial law, she said, when you are told to go back in your house and you do not go back in your house, you have now become the enemy. Yep. And yes, we will shoot you. Wow. That must have been why I looked at, you know, the video some years ago. They were marching down the street, down through a neighborhood in America, and, and people came out to the porch and they're saying, look at this. We have soldiers marching down our street. What is this? Look like, you know, a whole platoon. And they shouted in the most mean voice, get back in your house. And she says, what do you mean? Who, who are you? What are you saying? And he shot something at her. I, don't, I doubt it was a live round, uh, but uh, it must have been. They were practicing under those same rules of engagement. Mm. Brought out in, in my half hour or 25 minutes that there is a Rav Levi Yitzhak who... 100 years ago prophesied that uh, the Messiah, not our, not Yeshua, but the Messiah uh, would come 
once Israel had exterminated Gaza. Yeah, there, and that's. The, but you know what? Here's the funny thing, Bonnie. They do those things intentionally to make it look like the prophecy is going to fulfill itself. Right, right, right. You know? They they read what it does. So that's it. They read this and they say, "Oh, well, we better get this underway." So they uh, they concoct October seven. Uh, which was, you know, a setup. If anybody listened to this XIDF that I have in the bibliography, and, and you know, but please look at it with a, listen to it with an open mind, because clearly there are some really troublesome details taking uh, about what happened October 7. And, you know, uh, we're just out of, out of time. Well, that's okay. It is a late hour, though, that's for sure, Bonnie. Yes, yes, yes. I don't know when it's going to start. I mean, even March. Uh, I don't even know if we're going to make it to pass over. Um, any thoughts, Stephen? I, I don't think we're going to make it to the um You know, this, this year, Bonnie, this will be one of the few years that I would have to say I would probably agree with you this yep. time for sure. Yeah. It's not looking like it's going to make things very And everything I was hearing at the beginning of the year before my one source in D.C., ended up getting sick again was uh, that, you know, this early part of this year is not going to be good. Yeah. We shall uh, hunker down with our friends in Yeshua and have a lot of prayer meetings. Thank you for joining yeah. us, everyone. Thank you, Steve. Uh, prayerfully, hopefully, uh, if Father wills, if Father allows, we shall.